I'm back. That's right, folks. It's your host, Jason Courtney, here with you in studio alongside my good friend and business partner, Olin Hyde, who's pushing the levers and turning the knobs. How's it going, buddy? Doing great today, man. We're having some fun in the studio. We are. I just got back from Hawaii with a week's trip to hear Vern Harnish, one of the great business minds, speak, and and we're celebrating something today. What are we celebrating today? It's our one year anniversary. That's right. Our one year anniversary of launching this podcast. And we have had a lot of fun. It's been a blast. It has. So cheers to that, buddy. Cheers. Yeah. So what are we drinking today that we're cheersing with? You know, we are drinking a, what I would consider a local bourbon. It's called Detling. And I was introduced to it by none other than fellow bourbon aficionado and That's a big word podcast friend. Aficionado. That's six, six syllables. Is it? Yeah. Well, you know, we have a friend in the hot sauce business, Mr. Eric Seeley with the Seeley Sauce Company. And uh, he invited me out to a fundraiser for the uh, Fiesta Five Flags and we, I was introduced to this bourbon and had to buy a bottle that night. It was paired with some great cooking from Chef Jason, as I mentioned in the preview. It was a five-course meal. I ate some redfish, which, as you know, I'm not a big fish fan. But Seafood. It all. was fantastic. I had some wild boar. We had some filet. And then I don't know what they served for dessert, buddy, but I could have eaten my weight, which, if you've seen me in the previews, <laughs> is a lot. <laughs> right? So, I mean, it was delicious. But raise some funds for there. So we've got this beautiful Detling uh, bottle, which is uh, 50% alcohol by volume, I believe. I'm pulling it up right now. <laughs> I'm going to take a little sip while he's sourcing the specific information here for the bottle. Normally, we're a little more prepared than that, but that's okay. I'm going to take my first sip without him. And I was off. It's 55%. And I knew I was close, but it's 55% uh, alcohol by volume, which puts it at a 110 proof. It's a very unique bourbon we've had. And this is a very young bourbon. And you know this because it was. It tells you it was aged for 50 months. <laughs> so we're doing like uh, do what we do with years. kids. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's a 50-month-old. It's four years and two months old. <laughs> so, and it's, uh, this is Troy's Tipler. Um, it is sold at Seville Quarter. And it is, uh, it's a white wheat. It's part of their experimental collection. And uh, one year anniversary microphone ding. Yeah. Well, it's this armrest. I got to get a a different armrest, I think. So what is Troy's tippler? Uh, so he told the story about it. Um, it's, it's a, one of the guys that is, is actively involved with, with the, the bourbon and they named it after him. But, uh, so the bottling bourbon made history of being the or I'm sorry, Detling bourbon made history by being the first bourbon made in Alabama. This special field to bottle bourbon was born in South Alabama cornfield, and it rightly deserves to be called Alabama bourbon. No compromises, no shortcuts, no sourcing, just a new chapter in a family brand that started in 1867. Oh, wow. So now started in 1867, like legit or. You know, I that, I didn't get the specifics from him. I got to meet the guy that is in charge of this. So I say they're a young company because I don't think they've been selling long. They may have been making it for their family the whole time, but I'm pretty sure it's new to market because they're still not profitable. Um, so they run a real estate business that funds their bourbon hobby, <laughs> which we happen to know. We run a commercial janitorial company that funds our And we know podcast. some lawyers that are attorneys <laughs> to fund their bourbon habit. Exactly. So 
you know, it makes sense and and power to them. It's delicious. I've had a couple sips. I think you've had a couple mm-hmm. sips now. It's um obviously it's it's warm with the proof, but there's still a lot of flavor there. A lot but of it's flavor. not a it's uh it's not a heat flavor. It's a I don't know. You know, my palate's not the best, but I can feel a lot of different flavors. It's like a explosion of flavor in my mouth. There's definitely you get some of the oak in there, but not it's not heavily oak, but there's a little oak there, almost a little caramel, caramel. <laughs> Sorry, guys. He's lived uh, in the South his whole life and doesn't know how to say caramel. No, it's because we always make fun of this. We had this discussion the other day, me and Caleb. We were making fun of this, and I was like, it's caramel. And he's like, no, it's caramel. It's caramel. And I was like, is your daughter Car Car Carlin? Like, no, it's Carolyn. It's caramel. No, it's caramel, buddy. No. Pecan or pecan? We've had this on the podcast already. Okay. Well, you're wrong. It's caramel. And you so, say it both ways. You're like, I'd like a caramel macchiato with extra caramel. Yeah, that's caramel. only when I'm being a fancy you-know-what. <laughs> I'm not going to say it because I don't want to get any explicit <laughs> like you are. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So, let's grow. Let's go into our topic. We're done cutting up and having fun for a little bit. Let's talk about vision. Uh, the vision to have this podcast. The vision to grow a company. The vision for a family. Uh, to be a better husbandman and father. What is what is vision to you, Mr. Hyde? Well, it's it's a lot of things. But for me, when people use that phrase in general, like what's your vision for this? It's it's that picture that you put in your mind that really good entrepreneurs are able to do like they can see it in their head. Like I've got a friend and they're doing a house renovation right now. And his wife is not someone who has that ability to see things in her brain. And he's talking about all the things he wants to do. And he's trying to convince her. And she's just like, I'm not seeing it. And then they created this 3D model flyby. And she was like, oh, I get it now. I'm her. I'm her. So Danny, one of our our friends and guy that does, helps us out with some maintenance around here, he can see things in his mind and talk about it. And when when he's talking about it, I'm like, buddy, you might as well be describing like kinetic energy to me because I just don't understand it. Like, but now if it's my vision, I can see it clear as day, and I think I can do a decent job of casting it to where others can see it. Um, I just struggle to see other people's visions unless it's right there in front of me. Like, yeah, it's something to me. Vision is something that you have for the future. It's not necessarily something that you have now. Right. Like you have a vision of the future. Like you have vision of what your company can be, not what it is like to break it down. And like the most simple thing, it's the parent asking their kid, what do you want to be when you grow up? Right. What's your vision? That's the what the question is. Like when you're looking down the road and you're picturing in your mind and imagining what the future looks like. What is that? That's vision. Yeah. Yeah. So vision is where you're going. And then we probably have clarity on where we are, right? So clarity is today and vision is where we're going. And so we have to do a good job. And I say, we, we as entrepreneurs, we as business leaders, we as leaders in general have to do a good job of casting that vision. And that's something that I've really had to work on over my six years now as a leader in this organization and probably got a lot better once you joined us. Um, well, I think even before I officially joined here in Pensacola, I helped create at corporate the franchise vision plan, which is a really simple document that's really hard to do for 
entrepreneurs because it asks really hard questions and forces them to stop, like you said, and get some real specific clarity on what it is they want to achieve in their business. Right. So it starts by just kind of asking in the personal side, like, what do you want to do as a person? Like, where did you see yourself, you know, as you, you exit the business and, and what does life look like? You know, why, why did you get into business personally? What did you hope to accomplish there? And then it says, okay, now how does your business help you get there? And it asks, like I said, very simple questions, but it, it engages your brain in a way that on the day to day you're not used to. So funny. You should bring that up. Um, while I was in Hawaii on my, I'm going to call it a workcation. So yeah. it was Hawaii guys. It was beautiful. Whale watch got to do a luau, all these fun things. I turned off my phone and email for the first time in six years and just enjoyed and relaxed and recuperated and refreshed my mind. But what I took with me was the franchise vision plan that I wrote um, back in 2015. And the very first question is how much flexibility do you want in your schedule? I put a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I want, I want to work four day work weeks. Any, uh, any idea what I'm doing these days? Four day work weeks. I mean, I work from home, quote unquote, on Friday, but we all know what that means. So (laughs) there's a meme or two. Yeah. What will your home life look like? Single (laughs) involved in church and community. How many hours will you work? 30 to 40. Is there ministry or community programs? Uh, yes. Coaching youth soccer still mental, spiritual. I'd like to lose weight and achieve, um, business accomplishments, debt-free, giving to those in need easily. Is there a certain amount you would like to save for retirement? 1.25 million. Now, just throw that out there back then. That's what I just, back then that was. Oh, I know. I'm just saying you didn't have an an, uh, understanding of what all need. You just were like, this is a big number. Where do you want to live? Milton, five acres of land. Just bought three and a half. It's not quite five, but there's three and a half next to us if we really wanted to get it. If money were not a factor, what would you like to do? Motorcycle, boat, and a pool. Well, I got motorcycle and a boat. I don't have a pool yet. Um, imagine at the end of your life, looking back, what would you like to have accomplished? Left a legacy for family and made an impact on friends' lives. Yeah. And so, like you said, that that was a vision that you had back in 2015, seven years ago, that you, you were forced to put down on paper, which entrepreneurs are notoriously bad at doing And Harvard has a whole like study on this that, you know, it's almost business one on one where they talk about writing down your goals and how more how much more likely you are to succeed. And then if you actually look at Mm -hmm. those goals often now, you did the franchise vision plan and you've accomplished a lot on it. But in those seven years, how many times did you pull it out and look at it? Probably two or three. Enough to recharge you. But what could you have gotten all those done by now if you'd looked at it more often? Absolutely. Yeah, I probably would have a pool. Yeah, absolutely. Forgot I wanted one. <laughs> Gotta put that back on. <laughs> it is on the, the list for the new house, but yeah, there's some things on there that you wanted that. So then it you were driving about, towards that have gone by the wayside, and yeah, that I don't want anymore. Like a business degree. Like I, one of the things that I skipped over was a a business degree. I don't I don't care about a degree anymore. I thought it was important because other people had them, and no, I don't want one anymore. So that was the personal side. Now it talks about the business. How much money do you want to make? A hundred thousand a year. <laughs> like I thought that was, and 
I'm blessed, right? Like I, I get that. Like that, that is where, where we're at. Like what will your sales be by 2026? Oh, well that would be $10 million. Well, that's what we decided after I filled this out. Oh, we were, we were just going to shoot for 3 million. Wow. Decided, yeah. decided difference there. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this was, this was what we were going to look at. We have an office space or work out of your house. We're going to have an office space, which we do. What is your life term, a long-term plan for the business? Sell, use it as retirement income, pass it down when I'm 55 or sell for double the purchase price. <laughs> Check. <laughs> oh. I mean, we're doing double the goal you had there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how many hours are you willing to devote? So I said in the first year, I'll devote 50 hours, but 35 by my fifth year, which is probably pretty accurate. Um, do you want your business to impact the community? I said, yes, we want to be charitable giving of labor and money. Gulf coast kids house, uh, pregnancy resource center. Still doing that one. Yep. Um, what's one role in business. Do you want to spend the most time performing finances? You've, you've done that. Now we're getting ready to change. How much cash do you have to start? And that one I left blank. Cause we borrowed money from the SBA. Cause the answer was like $10. <laughs> <laughs> what challenges are keeping your business from reaching its full potential? I put debt, but now I'm more knowledgeable. There is good debt. And then if you were buying your business, what would you change about it? And I left that one blank. So it sounds like almost you need to do a reboot on it's, your yeah, franchise it vision. Sounds plan. Like it. it sounds dated. Like there's so much that's been accomplished there that you need to revisit it. Yep. That's, so that needs to be a goal when we, we talk about our podcast and you know, you came to me a little over a year ago, about 14 months ago. And you said, Hey, I want to start this podcast. And I said, what to you? <laughs> there was a myriad of questions. Like what, what kind of podcast? How much do you want to spend? What are you looking to do? Are we sure we're really going to add this to our plate of all the other things we've got going? Which I feel like we've done well. We we've managed it. We managed. You helped manage our expectations. I did, to, and I said real low. Maybe, maybe, maybe weekly. And you're like, I, let's let's. I think you said monthly. Yes, I said weekly, and we decided on biweekly. Yeah, that's so, where we landed. Yes, every other week we did our first podcast, which I've got the analytics up on right now. You know, and it it by far our pilot episode crushed it i mean in the rolling 12 months it's had nearly 250 listens it listed it crushes everything there uh but you know what this last last month the first month of january we had over 150 wow so i would you know looking at the numbers here we're we're averaging just under 100 listens per month which i was kind of one of your goals like you were yeah 100 listeners you were like a we can get 100 listens a month like we're we're big stuff yeah yeah to me that was we're we're touching people we're, we're reaching people and i think as we get more and more involved in it and more dedicated to it we can build it and better it and and part of that is you know at first this was just a idea and now we have to kind of cast vision for it like we yeah. have to plan in advanced and you know, speakers and different, you know, guests and even down to the bourbon, yeah. right? So we've not doubled up on a bourbon yet. We've, uh, we've had a different bourbon for every episode. Although there's some things we could do to double up on a bourbon 
and having Change it in the, different yeah, drinks. Absolutely. Because we did the gold rush one time and, you know, some of the bourbons we've had potentially would be really good in the gold rush. Absolutely. Um, this one, you know, I think this almost would be good in the, uh, bacon one that we did with the oh that one was so good with yeah. the candied bacon yeah and yeah and then there's probably one that we need to give a second shot the bsb sitting over there on the shelf i'm looking at yeah i think that was that's where hippo duke came from i think for yeah, that. that was the <laughs> hippo duke episode <laughs> shout out to chris milton there uh special yeah. guest so yeah that one was not one of the better bourbons we'd had it's not but it served its purpose we got through it right absolutely so where do you see the podcast going in the next 12 months? You know, so because now we're going to put it on air and be able to hold ourselves accountable. In, to in the, and how long? How long do we have? 12 months. OK, well, I was going to say <laughs> Joe Rogan, but I don't think we'll get a 10 year, 10 million per year. Oh, deal no, no, no. In no. the next 12 months. Um, Probably not in the next 12 years, but. Wow. I think we're better than that. Maybe, but I think we got to have video and more frequent. We can do that in twelve and, years. That's that's cake. Twelve <laughs> years, I'll I'll yeah, we'll we'll be crushing. We'll have video in well, twelve when years. When you revisit your your All vision right. plan, we put can, that in there. Yeah, yeah. So in the next twelve months, I'd like to see us increase our average listeners to one hundred and fifty. So I'd like to grow by fifty listeners a month. Um, I don't feel like that's reaching too far, but um, I would love for us to to get a little more dialed in on the actual bourbons and maybe the tastings. Um, I talked to the guy from Detling and possibility of getting him on the show down the road, maybe, maybe visiting his uh, distillery. Maybe we could do one on the road at the distillery. Absolutely. So, you know, there's, there's some big things hopefully coming. We talked about special guests we want to have. We've got some lofty goals, but we do. We also have some attainable ones there. So, I, I see us continuing the same course every two weeks that fits for our schedule currently. Um, and I see us continuing to try a new bourbon each week, maybe doubling up on, on something with a different flavor. And like I said, instead of the old fashioned going to a gold rush or something yeah. along those lines, but, and I'm not a big fan of it, but I was just thinking about it. The, I think it's the Negroni that has Campari in it. This would be a good bourbon for that. I don't like Campari because it's very earthy. I get, and by earthy, it tastes like dirt. And some people like that, and that's okay. Will we have translation on the podcast for whatever language you were just speaking? Because I didn't understand a word of it. Campari and Mishnuki. So, what was our it? next goal needs to be to up your game on cocktails. So yeah. Jason's very versed in the old fashioned, but apparently none of the other classic cocktails. Yeah, no, I'm I'm very much a. Which I learned like a Manhattan is same as an old fashioned, but instead of oh, simple, well, instead of simple, they have sweet vermouth. Yep. Same Very thing. Similar. Yeah. And normally it's not garnished with an orange peel, but it still gets cherry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, the vermouth makes a big difference in that drink. Yeah. Big drink. Big drink. I had Just one like at- uh, the filthy cherry makes a big difference. Oh, yeah. I love the filthy cherry. Which is not supposed to be refrigerated, folks. Yeah, FYI, there's a commercial for you today. <laughs> We've been putting our our filthy cherries in the fridge. I've got some at home, too, now that I'm yeah. thinking about it. I probably should go home and read the the label and make sure, because... Olin pulled them out of the refrigerator today. He's like, oh, no, they have mold. I'm like, but that's not mold. That's hardened sugar. And so he did this whole test where he heated it up in a coffee cup with warm water. And it yeah. looks like it had just been crystallized sugar, so... 
And as he's looking at the bottle, he goes, huh, it says do not refrigerate. <laughs> do not <laughs> refrigerate. Not, not recommended. Like, do not refrigerate. And we've been refrigerating it. So, yeah. Well, now we good. know. So exciting. So 150 listeners on average. A couple of big special guests. I'd like to have uh, at least. Maybe try something more than an old fashioned to expand your. Yeah, I'll try a Kamuchi. What was it? Kimbuchi can Negroni Negroni. I know there's another one. There's also a Boulevardier. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, we can expand my bourbon palette. So we've already done the Sazerac. Oh, yeah. You did not like that (laughs) at all. That was (laughs) that was going to take like taste like black licorice. What did have the absinthe that we rinsed the glass with? Not absinthe. As I said in that episode, we've learned a lot in a year, guys. That's hopefully right. you have too, and hopefully you're going to learn with us over the next year as we grow. Um, we're going to continue to talk um, some of the the challenges we face, some of the the problems that we're dealing with. Because if you're a business owner or if you're trying to get into business, you're going to face the same issues. Um, we just had a roundtable today with somebody that we want to get on the podcast. Um, It'll be awesome. Oh man, if, if if we can get him, I think we can. I think he oh, may not do bourbon with us. I think but it'll that's become okay. the most listened to episode. Probably. Yeah. Even if he just drinks we coffee. We won't tell you guys we who it is. Coffee. No, we should get chili. Is there a bourbon coffee. chili? Bourbon chili. We can get their chili and put bourbon in it. <laughs> All right. Sorry, that's the close hint you're going to get for yeah. that special guest. He's yeah. a big name. He is a big name. At least to us. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh,. <laughs> You know, we've got some other big names, which are going to be, honestly, I mean, if we could land them, they'd be land sharks. These are folks that have speaking fees of 20s and 50s and 70s and hundreds of thousands. Um, but we're, like, you're you're influential. You're a wooer. Yeah. And you've gotten some contacts through your career with corporate. and As even, I said today, 12 years in the janitorial industry, man, it's a lifetime. So I'm going to give you guys a a, a, a little spoiler. We're, I don't know that we'll get him, but... Vern. No, 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 no. Just no, Vern. We'll no. say Vern. My buddy Vern. Yeah, there you Olin go. was like, My oh. buddy Vern, like our, our friend from <laughs> yeah, Nashville. Yeah. Olin was like, oh, well, I know Vern. I emailed him when I was with cor- corporate a couple of times. Like, I'll reach out to him. Well, I went to Hawaii for this work conference, and this person was a speaker. And I got to have breakfast with him one day, lunch the next day, and like in a private setting, not in like a big dining hall. Like, this was a private myself Todd Hopkins, our founder, his wife, Michelle and, and Vern, Your buddy, Vern, my buddy, Vern, and like had private one-on-ones talking about life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, you know, <laughs> all those great things and, and business. And then we got to hear business. his keynote as well. And, uh, so I'm going to try and get him on, on the show, but I was just a small I world. I was, like, of us, yeah. I was like, I think I can email him. And I'm like, I'm, I might have a cell phone at this point. Like I don't like, yeah, we like were, two weeks later, we were right. hanging out yeah. like, yeah. So we have some big plans coming, but if you don't have a vision for your business, if you know, uh, I talk about Eric Seeley, or even your, your personal life, like yeah. we said, the, our business plan for office pride starts with your personal, where do vision. you want to be in your personal life? You know, and, and it'll help you get there. And that's one of the things I've had several lunches with Eric and he's not looking to me as a business mentor or anything, but he's, you know, he, he enjoys our conversations because I've experienced a lot of the things that he's starting to, as he grows his business. And that's one of the things that I told him is, you know, where do you want to be? Write it down, look at it, and that'll help you get there a lot faster. So thank you guys for celebrating one year with us. I mean, 
it's been an honor. It's been fun. I can't wait for the next year to see what it brings. Follow, like, subscribe. We'll see you next time. Old fashioned.